This is Kitchen Table Spirituality. Um, so I'm here with, with, with Charlie Eastman. Charlie, it's good to have you on as well. It's good to be here with you again, Jonathan. Yeah, and uh, so you're, you're, you're pastor at Franklin Federated United Church, right? Yep. Okay. Franklin Federated Church. It's a it's a church that's affiliated with both American Baptist churches and United Church of Christ. So shout out to all so, your people. And I'm the that's pastor. right. And to yours in East Greenwich. Yes, yeah, so I'm pastor at First Baptist in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And this is intended to be a, a Wednesday night devotional, and and we're calling it Kitchen Table Spirituality uh, because we can't really go out. So I'm encouraging people to at seven o'clock Wednesday night, if you can. Sit down at the kitchen table, play this recording, be with your family, listen and pray, and just take about 20 minutes to just recenter yourselves throughout this time. And it has to be in the kitchen. If you're not in the kitchen, <laughs> right. you need to move your devotions into the kitchen because everybody knows everything happens. It all happens in the, in kitchen. the kitchen. That's where it all is. Yeah. Any family gathering, everybody winds up in the kitchen. It's in so. the kitchen. And, and I do want to say, if you're making anything while these happen, while, while you know, this happens, save some for us, put it in the Please. freezer, wrap it up, put it in the Please. freezer, um, both Charlie We and won't I. be by, but we'll work something out later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Amazon will deliver or something. Or I will make a pastoral call if you cook something for me. I think that's there you fair. Go. That, that seems right. Yeah. By then, most things will be done by delivery anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so as far as just want to some basic church news um, from the East Greenwich point of view, we're still continuing to have our offices closed. Uh, we will be live streaming our worship service again this Sunday. Um, so hopefully everyone's getting all that information. And I want to encourage people, if, if you think there's someone in our community who's not receiving emails or doesn't know about what's happening or how to stay connected, please reach out to them um, and let them know and just make a lot of phone calls. You know, just stay in touch mm -hmm. with each other. Charlie, anything you want to share for your community? Yeah, thank you. The, the church is still closed. Uh, the doors are closed. We're asking, unless you're a member of the staff, that you stay clear of the church building. On the other hand, if there's something you really need to pick up or whatever, call us at the office. Let us know. We can make sure you have access to the space. Mm -hmm. We just figure the the more we can limit people moving in out of the in out of the space, the the better. Um, and we are still worshiping so-called, uh, still having prayer services online, and uh, we're now we're going to be offering this Wednesday night, and there'll be other, keep, keep your eyes posted to the Facebook feed of Franklin Federated Church, and you'll see a lot more stuff coming through there in the upcoming weeks. Excellent. So, let's talk about anxiety. Mm. Yeah, we should. Yeah, this, that's certainly something that is uh, uh, really uh, uh, prescient. In this day and age, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Charlie, is, is, is anxiety something that you wrestle with just on a regular basis? Oh, no, not at all. I'm the guru who floats through the ether. Nothing gets under my skin. Um, if you don't suffer from some level of anxiety, you're not paying attention. You're not, you're not mm. part of human interaction. We are constantly at war with our own expectations for the future and how the future is really panning out. Um, I think anxiety is rooted in, in our vision of what we hope to have in the future mm. and, and this kind of rising sense that it's not going to be that 
that way. And when that happens, whether it's I'm going to forget to make a presentation at work or I'm going to forget to have such and such items for a particular meal I'm going to cook on Wednesday while I listen to this uh, kitchen table devotional or whatever it is, Mm. and then that fear that it won't happen, those are the little things that make us pop awake at night. It can be really challenging. I like that idea. And also big Yeah, and I I like that emphasis on that future-oriented. I mean, there certainly is, you know, when when the threat is right before us and it is in the present Mm -hmm. It's no longer anxiety. Mm-hmm. Then it's fear and, and um, yeah. in a different kind of way. And I always go to hiking experiences. When a bear is walking towards me, I'm, I'm no <laughs> longer anxious. I'm now yeah. just stinking afraid. Uh, yeah. and, and justifiably so, I think. I, you know, anxious I, is when you see the bear sign in the trail. Yes. And you are aware you are sharing. You remember you share spaces with bears. Yes. Then, yeah. But when the bear... Yeah, but- and, and I think that's a, where a lot of our – but that future worry is, is where a lot of our hearts go, uh, that yeah. how is it going to be tomorrow or what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the next five years or next five weeks. Uh, and, you know, and, and for me, it, it, there are sometimes – I feel a weight on my chest. I don't know if that's something that you feel when you start to get really anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, like, definitely. Oh, yeah. I feel that heart constriction. Yeah. I feel it in my gut, my bowel, not to be too graphic. Um, right, right. I feel it. Uh, I, I, I tend to wake up a lot at mm. night. So it's been, it's been pretty consistently around 4 a.m. I pop awake. Uh, luckily, I changed my alarm. So now um, okay. it'll probably be more like 2 a.m. or whatever. But it's, it's that constant whenever it comes up, it comes up. And anxiety seems to manifest – uh, for me, most times when there's absolutely no recourse yeah. to managing the source of my anxiety, when there's nothing I can do, yep. boom, there it that's, comes. That's what I was thinking. That it's, we have no control. And, yeah, and, and that's right. yeah, that's a large part. I mean, there's that anxiety. I have a presentation, like you said. I have a presentation coming up, but we can work towards that. We can do things um, to help prepare for that. But yeah, when we have have no control whatsoever, that's when the anxiety can really become overwhelming. It, and I worry <laughs> about that terrible um, for uh, you know for all of us today because this this virus um, is unseen, and, and yeah. um, we're trying to do everything we can. But what we hear is we just don't know. Um, you yeah. know, you don't know if you're going to be in contact with someone or someone may be a carrier and. And so I wonder if anxiety is becoming more so for a number of our people in our in our congregations um, with this, this pandemic. I imagine it is. I think that's a safe bet to make that anxiety is just yeah. higher than normal. You know, and then yeah. everything. And else. also, people are Go ahead. people are glued to the news cycle right now. We are typically yeah. glued to the news cycle in our normal lives, but right now it's worse than ever. And I really feel for those folks who cannot at the end of the day, put their phone down yeah. or, or just who are checking like 20 and 30 times a day, folks, odds are good that there are not going to be many course corrections available to you right. based on what you learn on whatever news network you follow at noon today. Yeah, There may be something that happens overnight. What I'm recommending is maybe people check in with the news first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. see what's going on. And, and then if you need to, maybe once more during the day, but 
there's going to be almost nothing that's going to change before the next morning that you're going to need yeah. to know. Can I offer a small uh, twist or a tweak on your suggestion? Um, Please I, do. I would say if you're going to do it first thing in the morning, not until after breakfast. Yeah. Um, well, and because yeah. if our body starts to get used to, if we start to get into this pattern of the first thing I do is I wake up and I check the news, then that anxiety of what is the news going to be could start to wake us up earlier and earlier. Good point. Yep. So, That's yeah. smart. And really what it is is we can't control what's happening, but we can mm-hmm. control how we ingest information and what kind of information we ingest. Mm-hmm. So That's true. First thing in the morning, start with a Bible reading. Amen. Because we can control what we take in first. Start with, I would say, the 23rd Psalm. It's, it's a good psalm to start with. It's a classic for a reason. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, and then after breakfast or during breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But That's I, a great one. I, yeah, I, I would maybe say, noon. Maybe check the news yeah. at noon. Don't, don't check. But I agree. Psalms in the morning are really helpful. Yeah. Um, don't check the news right before you go to bed. Um, it's just like don't eat a pint of ice cream right before you go to bed. I never take that advice seriously because mm-hmm. that's when I eat my best ice cream is right before I go to bed. <laughs> I mean, come on. Tell me about it, baby. It, yeah. right? that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it will that's why all the Tums are flying off the shelves right now. <laughs> yeah, but Men I, of a certain age eating ice cream too late. I know. I know. This is, it's a good thing there's no pie in my house because that would be gone. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, in fact, we're about to have pie because I've got a birthday coming up for my eldest daughter. So oh, well, that's, that's nice. Excited for her. <laughs> yep. that's, that's great. But um, yeah, I would say don't, you know, you, you've got to control when you take in the information and take in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much so. So I think, I think you can also control, not only do you control when to avoid certain types of information, you control when to ingest the good stuff. Start mm-hmm. the day with Psalm 23. Start the day with Psalm 121. Start the day with Matthew 6, uh, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat and what you will drink, and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus' direct admonitions about worry use these passages in days like these they are manna from heaven they're so helpful very nice wow i always like talking to a pastor that knows the bible it's really refreshing (laughs) (laughs) come on you do that all the time on your other podcast 12 and up oh oh, thanks for the plug uh and and i would say um to add to that at those moments when you really feel overwhelmed stop thinking Mm -hmm. about tomorrow like breathe And ask God, where are you, God, right now? Where are you right now? And some of the things I do is, what am I feeling right now? What am I hearing right now? What am I smelling? Just to be as present as possible and to say, okay, right now I know God's with me, and right now I'm okay. And then get Yeah, that's one of the... That's one of the sneaky things about anxiety. Anxiety will will cast you forward into that unknown time with a different outcome from the one you hope for. Yeah. Anxiety is so good at letting you see yourself bereft and hurt and with a terrible diagnosis and with all the money drained and with the store shelves empty. Anxiety's ace at that. Yeah. Anxiety will let you imagine yourself perfectly in those situations, but you you really need to short-circuit your anxiety sometimes. Yeah. So have a schedule 
Um, a regiment, a mm-hmm. regiment can help some people. That, so to say, I know that next I have lunch, so I'm going to do lunch. I know that next I, um, I usually make phone calls. I'm going to make phone calls. If, you know, if you're a, a, um, in school and you have to do learning at home, get a schedule, make it regimented. That can also help give you a grounding, uh, and yeah. and really don't forget to pray. So that's it. Well, why don't we move on to a time of prayer now, Charlie? And I'm going to encourage uh, the people listening at home at your kitchen table. Um, you can put down the apple pie that you are making right now. Let it sit for a moment. I thank you for making that for us. I really appreciate that. You're the best. We love you the most. Don't tell the others. <laughs> and uh, what I'd like to do, <laughs> that was great. Uh, what I'd like to do, Charlie, is I'm going to open with a prayer by Martin Luther. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit of pastoral prayer. And then if you would like to do a little pastoral prayer, and then we'll have some silence. Okay. And then I'll close with a prayer by Teresa of Avila. Uh, both mm, Martin Luther and Teresa of Avila lived in times of extreme stress and anxiety. <laughs> Boy, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I think they give us good. Um, yeah, they're they're good people to follow. So let's mm. let's pray. In these our days so perilous, Lord, peace and mercy send us. No God but Thee can fight for us. No God but thee defend us. Thou art only God and Savior. God, I ask that you continue to make your presence known with everyone listening and those who are not, those that we hold in our hearts, those that we worry about. Make your presence known, especially in those times when we feel our hearts race and our breath gets quicker and short, when the anxiety starts to overwhelm us. Help us to find calm and to know that you are there. Help us to fall into your arms, to trust in you, and to know that you love us and will not leave us. And remind us that we do not walk this alone, but we have each other, we have you. God, be with us when we are hurting. Be with us when this anxiety overwhelms us. Be with us when we just want to Punch a wall, Lord. Be with us in the midst of all the hurting and all this anxious feeling and help us to remember that you are right at our ear, that you are listening, that you have always been listening. And and God, forgive us when we've not used that time more wisely to turn towards you, but help us now to do so, to, to feel your power around us, to feel anointed in your spirit, to make this connection with you and with each other. Help us to treat our phone calls like prayers. Help us to come treat our our bible study like prayers help mm. us help us to do more praying more loving in your name lord god may i be troubled by nothing frightened by nothing everything changes you don't change. Patience obtains everything. I shall want nothing if I possess you. You alone, God, are all I need. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Love, Teresa. Yeah, she's, she was pretty good. <laughs> it's like they should, they should make whole books of her stuff, right? Right, or something. Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> I wish to for uh, all of the everyone listening 
I hope that this has been helpful for you. Just even a, a time of, of peace. We, our hope is to do this again next week. Um, you, you know, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Yeah, well, and even if it does through the internet, it still should be possible. This week. that's right. <laughs> um, you know, but do you know? T- wash your hands, take care of yourselves, and it, know that it's going to be okay. And Charlie, any last mm-hmm. words you want for your folks? I guess I would just say for those, you know, you're going to, these are the days you're going to start hearing the words about, oh, now our local hospital has has five cases. Now our local hospital has 10 cases, 20, 100. We're, we're in the thick of the rise. And, and folks, I want you to just know that we're praying for you. We're here for you. Call us, reach out to us. Just don't try to manage all this anxiety by yourself. That's not fair. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. Nicely said. All right, this has been Kitchen Table Spirituality. We'll see you next week. See ya.